go for it. Hey, it's Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and this evening I have the pleasure to be joined by... Niklas Dolvind from the Swedish heavy metal band Wolf. Right, first up, mate, I've got to tell you, I can't stop playing the album. I'm addicted. I'm, I'm not joking. It's brilliant. It's fucking amazing. Um, I grew up on 80s metal. I mean, that's when I grew up. Like, I was 12, 13, 14 is when I first got into metal. And honestly, it just drags me straight back to that. It's fucking amazing. I love it. It is a monster. It drips in 80s metal, as I've already said, with a 21st century feel. How how do you feel with the feedback so far from fans and media? Has it been good? Oh, it's been really, really good. Uh, uh, I think uh, I think this this album this... is one of the most appreciated albums in recent years. Something just happened when, when with the timing of this album, and uh, people seem to love it. And and we are uh, we are very happy about the album as well it feels we had a good really good feeling through the whole process of the songwriting to the recording and, and the release and we had really fun time uh, recording the three videos as well and videos are, they're insane they're brilliant yeah. <laughs> i was gonna ask you about that Nate, a little bit further down i'll ask you about that like i say i mean i haven't actually reviewed the album um i wanted i'm gonna do it i will do it it is a glorious 48 minutes of my life, mate. And these days of Spotify and people just like flicking through tracks, I'm finding myself just listening to the album from start to finish. Uh, people have said that Black Flame has been your best album. In, in your opinion, would you not say that Shadowland is the stronger and the better album? The best uh, album? I saw one guy commenting or girl uh, on YouTube Oh, this is not impressive. Get back to the black. Get back to black flame songwriting. But actually, I think the songwriting on this album is a bit stronger. I think uh, the songwriting actually is a little bit better on on this album. And when I say that, the black flame is my favorite Wolf album as well. That and Black Wings are probably my favorites of the uh -huh. old one. But I think that this is a really strong album. I met people who, uh, yeah, at first I didn't like it so much, but then I continued listening to it. It just grew, you know. Yeah. And I think we have become that band now that you have to listen a couple of times because it's it's a bit of a thinking man's metal nowadays with Wolf comparing to the first Wolf album back in 2000. Then it was like, you put it on and, wow, let's have a beer and, you know, horns up and it was, you know, party. And But, I mean, as you grow older, your perspectives on lives, on, on life changes. And, um, well, that's the kind of album albums we produce now. You have to listen to it, you know, a couple of times and, and it, probably it will grow on you, hopefully. Totally. Honestly, I can't get enough of it. I do love the video for the ill-fated Mr. Moore, Drake. The acting's really good, man. It's really cool. I love it. It looks like that was a lot of fun being made. Um, was it filmed in a, an old mental asylum or something then? Where was it filmed? No, it's... I mean, first of all, I, I've done acting before. So I know what I can do and can't do. And and, uh, and I wrote the script for this video and had... Uh, uh, 
kind of a vision of it. But the other guys wanted to be in the video. Uh, uh, so I rewrote the script and gave everyone a role to play. Yeah. And Ed and really Ed no idea by how it would turn out. But I know that Simon would turn out good because I've worked with him before in videos and I know what he can and, you know, uh, but I just had a good feeling and thought that uh, this is going to be brilliant. And I mean, like Pontus, he's fucking, he has yeah. the leading role here and, and he, he is awesome. And it just, it turned out just the way as we wanted, you know, everybody, I, I wrote the original script, but huh. everyone came with input and the director came with input. So it was really uh, a collaboration between the four of us and the director. And we had such a, had such a fun time and it's actually where Simon has the studio where we record Solna Sound Studio in Solna next to Stockholm right same building they are taping they are filming a lot of tv series and movies so the set was built and actually mm. we, we we had another room in mind where we did the dust video yeah and or we 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 will use that room again and just put some furniture and, and 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 things there but when we were you know making the set so, someone i think it was simon look i found another room and there was another room but during this period someone had rebuilt it so we had a completely new set totally. so so i mean the prison cell from dust and and the room there everything was built before and uh, the green screen room, there was just an empty old room next to 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 it. Uh, so the green screen room we used in dust was already there as well. So we we got really lucky. Yeah, and it's, it just looks awesome. I love it. I was going to ask you about that because dust, I was, it's not a concept album, is it? It's not. Well, to me, it has two main concepts uh, and also two songs that are completely just thrown in for a bit of a fun and a bit of break and, and those songs are Rasputin and uh, the ill-fated Mr. Mordrake but the other the other uh, songs I, I feel like the album has a theme it's not a concept album but the album has a theme or two themes and and the, the one theme that I always write about is the darker psychology of of us people yeah. And the the other thing yeah. I've just been thinking too much about, you know how how big space is and how small and insignificant uh, humankind is, yeah. and the Earth, you know, the Earth as the lifespan is is not going to last forever, and the sun gone down, you know, all those really really. I I have a kind of a default in my personality. I think too much. Nice. Uh, and in the recent two years, I've been thinking a lot about those kind of things. And uh, so that became one of the themes on the album. Right, with you, mate. It's brilliant. Like, I can't get enough of it. I love the Time Machine song. So if you could step inside a Time Machine, where and when would you travel back to? <laughs> I will travel back to Jimi Hendrix lives. No. Uh, I will also travel back in history and kill a certain person. Uh, I'm not going to say who, but right. there's uh, some people have changed history for worse, for centuries. Uh -huh. to, and some people, they should never have 
been born. So I will fucking go back and kill some of those. Cool. Maybe, I, I think, but even if I did, I think that someone else would play that role maybe and we will we would end up something like this anyway so uh, yeah true true okay then so of course you do play traditional metal and it's fantastic the album cover it comes with a poster do you have the album framed at home no not yet so i'm thinking about doing like a a big poster here in my studio or a big screen or something yeah that'd be awesome because nice i mean obviously i've got the album digitally um, but I want to buy it. Is it so I still get it signed, the orange album. Are you still doing that? Yeah, we're, we're, you can buy that one directly from us. It's a limited okay. edition that only yeah, works sells through our website. Uh, still up there, so it's still there. So, so I'll, I'll order that. I was just wondering that. So I'll yeah. do it after this. Sweet. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. So, obviously, you've got quite a quite a back catalogue there. Is it quite hard now when you choose a set list? Which songs are you going to play? or with the new album, are you going to be choosing three or four to play? We kind of, we kind of make uh, always made it easy for us. We keep all the classics that we know that works live. Uh, but I think we've been talking about you know mixing it up and, and do some Wolf songs that we never played live before. There's, yeah. I mean, we have so many great songs, but. A lot of our songs is really album songs, uh, mm. and a lot of songs that I think is not of you know uh, our most interesting songs or our, our best songs. Those usually turn out to be great live songs, probably because they are a bit simpler. Yeah, like Skull Crusher. Uh, I mean, actually, I didn't like "I Will Kill Again." That song. It wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, I, I didn't think it was the best song on the album. But then when the album was recorded and, and Fredman started to mix it, it really, really grew. And now it's one of my favorites and it's also a great live song. Uh -huh. uh, so I don't know. It's hard to choose because we have, we have like nine like now, but... <laughs> no, it's a lot, mate. It's a lot. Um, I, and I need to go back and get some more of them because I haven't got enough. Um, yeah. how, how pleased are you with the different formats? that have been released through Century Media. I mean, so you've got your CDs and you've got the vinyl. And how gratifying is it to have vinyl come back? It's brilliant, isn't it? Oh, that's that's really, really good. I mean, when we started, we insisted on releasing the first album on vinyl. And I remember when we released the, the second album, Black Wings, when I got the vinyl, because it's a it's an oil painting by Thomas Holm, and when I got the vinyl, I could really see the structure of the canvas and everything, and his brushwork, and I couldn't stop staring. I was walking, you know, through the whole town back to my place, and just holding it and looking at it because it was so damn amazing. Yeah, uh, I mean, vinyl is such a cool format. Yeah. It's a format that we grew up with, you know putting on the, the the LP on the record player, just sitting there, looking at the album cover, reading all the notes. Yeah. Reading, I think everything was really interesting and mysterious yeah. for me when I grew up. And just okay. so vinyl is an amazing format. It's and it's so really great. cool that, you know, metal, the metal audience tends to be, you know, collectors. Yeah, totally. I mean, 
collecting yeah. CDs, yeah, that's cool. But you know, if you're gonna collect something, you, I think oh, buy the one. You know, you want to collect. Definitely, mate. Definitely, I can agree more with that. Um, okay, then. So you've played on tour with quite a few, and met with more than a few, some amazing bands in the time. Which three bands would you choose if you could, dead or alive, to go out on tour with? Oh, uh, that's that's easy. Okay. <laughs> that's Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Merciful Fate. Of course. <laughs> that, that be my, those are the only bands left of my old oh, my old heroes that we haven't toured with, and uh, we were close to to um, to tour with with Priest actually, yeah. but. Michael Schenker got that gig, uh, but yeah, I. Uh, but I mean, Michael Schenker is great, so. <laughs> yeah, true, true. It was well deserved. No, but I mean, um, Merciful Fate, I made it, and Judas Priest are the main influences on Wolf, and I would say except as well. But we have toured with them uh, twice. Right, that's been great. Awesome. That's amazing. Have you, with, have you done, done a tour with Udo as well? What? Have you done a tour with Udo as well? You do, you no, do, not? No, no, we haven't. No, but I met Udo when we played at the uh, same show. Uh, so I've got to tell him that Breaker is one of my absolute top five favorite albums of all time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because he was really cool. Uh, he's a great yeah. Yeah, he's amazing, isn't he? He's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I saw I saw Udo uh, perform just a couple of years ago, uh, and like he's, I guess he was 68, 67, yeah. 68. He was, he was amazing. Yeah. I mean, he sounded he sounded like on the albums. Still. Yeah, he does. Mate. He does. I saw him at um, Rock the Coast Fengirola in Spain, um, 2019. It's festival was fantastic, but he was there. It was amazing, and we had we had him there and Rainbow reformed Rainbow with um, Ronnie Romero. Oh, yeah, mate. Honestly, it was so good. Yeah, but I had to go and have an interview with Michael Monroe's Mon Michael Mon Michael Monroe. Yeah, right in the middle of Rainbow set, I was gutted and like oh. I sat backstage talking to Michael Monroe, and he's like, "Oh, they're playing this song." And I'm like, "Fuck, man, I want to be out the front, not talking to you." It's just like, oh. But yeah, it was, that was a fantastic festival. And again, just before COVID hit. Mm. All right, um, fucking shit times. Okay, so obviously with lockdown now lifting, um, have you got tour dates lined up and have you got festivals lined up? Uh, we had, but uh, the, we had two tours lined up perfectly for this album. And one of the tour tours was one of the tours that was aborted when COVID hit. Mm. Just when we hit on the, I think on the same day as we released uh, Feeding the Machine, the lockdowns began and yeah. we could only do the, the UK leg of the tour. And then we had to find flights home. The, the plan was to continue the tour uh, down in continental Europe. Mm. Uh, but we really seen and looks like we're going to do the same tour with two albums. But it, it was cancelled due to everything being so uncertain around COVID uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah. And uh, we had another tour as well that looked really, really good. Uh, perfect for for the release of this album it was also cancelled uh some months ago so uh yeah we were gutted about that it didn't feel <laughs> very good you know because we really feel 
very strongly for this album but we're we're just you know working on new plans and and trying to get new tours yeah because we will we will play live and right. i mean the new album is it's gotta it's come to live. live we want to perform it on stage yeah needs to be made honestly um so what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment so far with wolf i think the the only thing that i'm really really proud of is that we have never compromised and we have always gone our way and we haven't listened to what people want or what people crave you know if we if we had you know we didn't do it if we had done it we would never have started this band in 1995 we just wanted to play the music that we liked and we didn't care and that's still the I mean, that's still the motto of this band. We we don't compromise with our art. We can compromise maybe with business stuff or, but never with the music. And uh, I mean, the only time we got close to compromising with, with our art is when we let a German label re-release the first two albums with terrible, terrible Photoshop uh, album covers. Because people didn't get the first album cover uh, with a baboon wolf, uh, and especially in Germany, they just oh, what is this? This is wrong. This is wrong. You know. Yeah. So we thought, oh, okay, we we had a laugh, and ah, they can release it, and maybe we will sell some copies. But but I mean, we have net. That's the only compromise I think that we ever made. Uh-huh. Uh, we got have got offers to for famous people to come guesting the albums. And, uh, mm-hmm. the, and uh, our record label, they'd be like, why, why didn't you do it? Why did... What the fuck for? Those guys weren't right. For, for We create our art. If we have a guest on an album, which have happened a couple of times, yeah. it's because it's in our vision. You know, it's, it's mm. what we want to do. And we never compromise with anything. That's, I mean, that's the only achievement that I'm proud of. Brilliant. Other no. than that just try to write good music and, and be as good as we can. And it's a challenge every day. I was just standing here <laughs> rehearsing with my, my guitar before, and it's it's hard. <laughs> I have to practice a lot and I'm never satisfied. And I'm, I'm not proud of any talents that I've got or anything that we have achieved. I'm only proud of not compromising. And also I try to have discipline to do the work and that's yeah. the other thing an artist can be proud of i think absolutely mate that's just yeah like i say though you can, you can be so proud of that album the new album's fantastic all right so can you complete this sentence for me everybody needs wolf in their lives because it's loud love it all right so this is either or either questions now so it's five questions yeah so first one festival or small intimate gig i really like small intimate gigs i really do if 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 there's a small place and it's packed it's just some kind of magic that happens in the room and you get so close to the audience and they get close to the band and yeah, that's, uh, I think I, that's my, you know, magic uh, <laughs> spot. Brilliant. Absinthe or beer? Nowadays, I would have to say beer because 
I'm getting too old to drink, you know, too much alcohol these days. I, I can't do it. So, but water, how sad! I'm uh, drinking water. It, Tell me about it. <laughs> in the old days, it was like thirties like, town when when Wolf came somewhere. It was so insane and i guess most young rock bands are like that when they're in their 20s but now yeah. uh the energy goes you know yeah yeah on stage and afterwards a couple of beers and and some fun you know we have a laugh and we have a we have a good time still but yeah crazy getting shit faced on absence uh if i but i love i love absence if you have a good quality like the wolf one it's yeah it's yeah. expensive because it's extremely good quality uh-huh. uh, and the guy who made it he won the world gold he won the world championship gold wow. in absinthe making so it's 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 not crap not but great. still when you drink if you drink just a tiny bit too much you're gonna get the hangover from hell so i don't drink that stuff often I know that feeling, mate. Okay, next one. Saint or sinner? Saint or sinner? <laughs> no. uh, well, I think... Um, I tr- sinner. Yeah, good answer. Okay, mask or unmask? Unmasked. <laughs> I think me- Driving me fucking mad, the people wearing masks still. It's yeah. <laughs> I, I... Uh, it's not my thing. I, I think, you know, in our songwriting and in our performance, we are so honest. It's like when we pour out our music, we are like an open book. And yeah. I have no problem with image band bands. I, I, if, I mean, it's cool, but I like to get in touch with the creator of the art. Mm. For me, I don't see myself wearing a mask actually no cool okay brilliant and the final one abba or hammerfall abba yeah i need to say that every swedish musician i speak to says abba okay i want to thank you so much for your time and for such a brilliant album like i say it's probably my album of the year so far i listen to in flames a lot i'm a big in flames fan i'll be listening to you more now telling you it's fucking brilliant. Thank you very uh, much. All right. Do you I have really any hear it? Thank you. Do you have any final words for your fans and our viewers and listeners? Yeah, we're sorry about the cancel tour plans, but uh, just look out on our Facebook page uh, and our wolf.mu page for for more info because we will tour. Probably it will happen in the fall, in the autumn. Uh, of this year, uh, most of it, but we will tour uh, and we will, you know, fight to get tours, you know, even though it's been hard now. But yeah, so look out for that. And thank you, everybody who has, you know, bought and listened and liked or even streamed the album. Thank you so much.